0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coreslight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn slash masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. <laughs>
1: all right everybody welcome to the hockey galley podcast all the sports galley podcast network my name is Talon jenkins whoever the host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight
0: doing pretty good it's april here we got a uh, opening day this week we got the playoff push coming here in the nhl so it's, it's an exciting time to be a sports fan
2: well, i'm uh, pouring one out for all my betters in ontario my countrymen there who uh Unfortunately, I had to uh, uh, have all their future bets voided because of the legalization going on. Um, <laughs> something about uh, all the the government made all these sports book uh, move over to these other websites, so they had to void all the uh, previous bets they made. So it really sucks for them. I mean, unless you had a bunch of losing tickets, in which case you just get your money back. <laughs> uh, but uh, still, I, I would fucking hate that. So I, I'm hoping that doesn't happen here anytime soon in BC. Yeah,
1: it's been quite the kerfuffle. I've had a, a couple buddies that were going to eat shit about it, but what can you do, eh? Uh, all right, before we get going here, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of sick information. Tons of sick shows on every sport. If it ain't on there, you ain't need it. They got hockey. They got basketball. March Madness is down to its championship game. I don't know when that is. I'm not a big basketball guy, but I'm sure if you went to the website, they'd tell you. It's four uh four minutes be- ago four minutes ago (laughs) nba's rocking and rolling Brian touched on it baseball's coming up soon we got nascar everything man so go to the fucking website check out some good shit tons of articles check out the other shows too man uh some of them are pretty awesome i was listening to the nascar gambling podcast on sunday there before the big race toyota owners race i was like okay want to learn out who to pick went with them it was pretty cool Uh, And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Get your ass in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack. Uh, It's totally free. Join the hockey group. It's an absolute blast. Place has been rocking and rolling. I had a busy weekend. I wasn't in there, but from what I hear, it was absolutely popping off. Get your ass in the Slack, bro. Tons of fun. Lots of new faces. Lots of familiar faces as well. Just as good. So get your ass in the Slack. It's an absolute blast.
0: Yeah, Slack's been uh, popping off. Shout out to One Sharp Shark for that uh, spreadsheet of all of our picks showing... The breakdowns and stuff there. I'm I'm surprised, Tal, you didn't mention the, the uh, Golf Gambling Podcast with the Masters coming up. They usually have some uh, good long shot picks there, so definitely check them out. And, uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well, the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Just search for it on your uh, podcast platform. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN.
1: Literally before we started recording, like two seconds before, I said I'm so fucking fired up for the Masters and I forget to acknowledge the golf podcast. Yeah, it sounds about right. To me, in my defense, I've had a couple beers and Austin Matthews has score two goals tonight, so everybody can screw off. Uh, all right, gentlemen, we'll move down to last show's uh, Mortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals here. You know what, Ryan? Oh, yeah. K- kick us off here, my man. How do you Just do?
0: Starting at the bottom here. Uh, my lock, I had the Flames puck line against the Kings. They lost in a shootout. Uh, my dog, I had the Panthers team total over four and a half at plus 100. Sneaky dog. They won four nothing. Uh, total, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, under six and a half. It was a 4-3 game, so that lost as well. So 0 for 3, minus four points.
2: <laughs> for myself, I had uh, the Stars in regulation. They, of course, won in overtime. Totally dominated the Ducks net game, uh, especially in the – first and third periods but uh couldn't get it done in regulation so I uh, lost that one but dog in total hits uh the Islanders were plus 145 against the Rangers I was kind of worried about this one because the roken was uh, announced out for the rest of the year so it'd be either uh, Corey Schneider or varlamov and fortunately varlamov got the start back to back nights and he was outstanding apparently that was his fourth win in a row with, with or fourth shutout win in a row against the Rangers in MSG. So uh, I didn't even know that, but that definitely worked in my favor. And uh, the total here, the Jets and the Leafs over six. uh, Yeah, I think that was over in the second period. I don't really remember, but that was no sweat at all.
1: For my luck, I had Leafs puck line against the Jets. Uh, Winnipeg went up early. They were 2-0 after the first, like, seven minutes. I was getting a little scared there, but uh, Leafs battled back, got the win. It was a 7-3 game. Uh, Jolie mentioned it. His over six goals probably hit about in the second period before it even ended. So pretty good bet there for both of us. Uh, For my dog, I had Columbus money line against the Islanders, plus 175. Uh, they didn't stand a chance. Actually, no, I shouldn't say they didn't stand a chance. It was 2-2 going into the third. New York kind of kicked it up a little bit, got three unanswered goals in the third period. So that sucks for me. Uh, and my total, I had Chicago, Florida over 7, plus 105. Chalk that up to probably being the dumbest bet I've had on this show. Uh, yeah, it was a 4 nothing game. Florida just beat the wheels off Chicago. They didn't show up. They... I don't want to say played like shit, because they had 37 shots, but it was a case of Wabrowski, I guess, just playing really well. But it was a 4-0 score, nowhere near the over 7 I don't know why I bet that. That was a mistake. Um... Either way, on the day, I ended up plus 0.15 units, Ryan down minus four units, and Jolie up 0.32 units. So
2: You're plus 0.5, buddy, Try to steal a, a unit there.
0: That's what I said, 0.5, didn't I?
2: I thought you said 1.5. No,
0: okay, okay. I thought you said 0.5, you're good.
2: Yeah, I was okay. going to say,
1: review the tape. I'm watching it. you. You lost the point just for that, now you're minus 1.32 <laughs> units, we're going to edit that um yeah no harm no foul tough goal for ryan here but uh hey we still got a couple weeks here boys anything can happen (laughs) who knows Um, we'll move down to NHL news discussion topics a little bit has happened around the league you know a couple small things here and there some big things so uh, we'll jump right into it some tough news out of calgary maybe not really tough because it's been a weird year for the guy but uh flame centerman sean monahan is to undergo hip surgeries and expected to miss the rest of the season including playoffs uh boys what the hell happened to Sean Monahan? Like I've sort of got like two, three, maybe not two, but like three, four years ago. He was first line center for Calgary, inked a seven-year deal. He's got one year left, I think, next year for this contract here. And last I heard, he spent some time on the fourth line this year for the Flames. Is this a blessing in disguise? Can he kind of get his can he get his career back on track after this? Or what's going on with Monahan here?
0: Yeah, he's had an interesting year here. I asked one of my friends. She said he was kind of just propped up by his line mates. Uh, he played with Goudreau and Lindholm a lot before. But yeah, 2018 19, he had 82 points in 78 games, 34 goals. This season, he's only shooting 7% down from his career of 14%. So maybe he's getting some bad luck there. But yeah, he's been on the fourth line. I think it was healthy scratch a, a few times. So not really a huge loss for the Flames just because he has not been playing well. But, you know, anyone, a guy like that could turn it on. So... Any depth they're missing there is going to be big for a playoff team.
2: Uh, he's scared, to, scared of the playoffs after what <laughs> the Avs did to that, <laughs> that line in the uh, 19 there uh, after they had, had an incredible season. I think they won the Western Conference in the regular season, but that didn't matter with the uh, Avs beating them up in the first round, and he was absolutely absent in that series. So, uh, yeah, I guess this is one way to uh, avoid the pain of losing to us again.
1: Now, uh, we'll keep an eye on this in the next coming year or so. I believe Goudreau and Kachuk are both up for contracts, uh, I believe this offseason or maybe next. So it'll be interesting to see how the Flames manage to uh, fit all three of them in or if maybe Monaghan sees the door. We'll have to play it by ear. Moving down here, some more news. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers. This is a bit controversial. I don't know. We'll be interesting to see some opinions on this show here, uh, especially Ryan's. The Flyers sit Keith Yandel. Ending his 989 game Ironman streak, 989 consecutive games played, and to end it being just a healthy scratch. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. Ryan, let's go here. What do you got?
0: There's so many different angles to this. Like, it was going to be broken, what? Beginning of last season, and then Florida was shamed into playing him, and he stayed on the lineup (laughs) all season. The Flyers signed him. They they knew he had this streak. He, he's been in the lineup because of the streak. You know, he's been one of the worst defensemen in the NHL. Expected goals against per sixty. He's second worst. Scoring chance against per sixty. He's down there. He's probably been more productive for the other team on the power play than for the Flyers. So he's been awful. So to take him out of the lineup for For his play, they should have done that back in November, December, back when the Flyers still kind of had a chance to turn things around. Not now when he's at There's, I think there were 15 or 16 games left when that happened. 11 away from 1,000 and could have been a cool number to get to. He obviously deserved to not be in the lineup. He's only back in the lineup. He was only in the lineup because of his streak. But but at the same time, why did they wait this long to, to scratch him? Why not just let him play it out? Let him finish out the season. Let it get get, get to that number, and then see what happens in the summer. But also, the him benching them benching him now kind of opens it up for him to sign somewhere else this summer without having that team to worry about. Oh, do we have to play him because he has a streak? Because I saw on 32 Thoughts podcast either Friedman or or, or Jeff Merrick said that Phil Kessel was going to go to some team at the trade deadline, but they thought, oh, the streak we're not going to be able to sit him. And also speaking of Phil Castle, he's going to catch Keith Yandel anyway. So this kind of is, is a moot point. It's just all around, the discourse around this Yandel situation has just been exhausting. He's not hes not a good defenseman. The Flyers are bad. There's a lot of bad things going all around. But all in all, it doesn't really matter.
2: Yeah, you know what? If you just play the guy just for a streak, doesn't it kind of cheapen the streak? <laughs> right? It just Like if he gets 1,000 games, but the only reason he got to 1,000 games is because he you had to play him because he's on a streak. That just uh, cheapens the whole idea of making it to a thousand. So it wouldn't be a legitimate 1,000 games played, in my opinion, if uh, you didn't earn your place in the lineup every game. And uh, the way he's played this season, he hasn't done so. So, yeah, it's better to just play some kids uh, for the rest of the year. Let them uh, show what they've got and uh, let this guy uh, enjoy some time off, I guess. I feel
1: like it might be a little bit different if you went to the team was like, hey, I'm going to retire after this year. I would like to hit 1,000 games in a row. Like Maybe then it could have happened, but uh, you guys brought up good points. Like, yandel has been playing like shit. And it gives uh, some of those young guys for Philadelphia a nice chance to play. Uh, I'll read a nice little tweet here from a, from a Flyers insider, though. I saw it was pretty uh, pretty encouraging and kind of made you think about it. The Flyers are bad. Keith Yandel is bad. The discourse is bad. Eat Arby's. So that's uh, I think yeah, that's wow. the mindset they great, have. Great there. insight there. <laughs> I think that's the mindset we have in there from one at Ryan Gilbert, whoever the hell that nerd is. <laughs> um, all right. Moving down here. So he's coming out of Colorado. It looks like the Avalanche are looking to call up Bowen Byram. Uh, I know he's had, what, missed a lot of time on injury. I think he played a couple games with Colorado's uh, AHL affiliate here. Uh, Jolie, man, what do you think? Excited to see Byram in the mix here or what?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all worried about his uh, health with the concussions and all that. You know, his talk that he might not ever be able to play uh, consistently in, in uh, the shell. But this is a good sign that we're feeling better about him now. And uh, hopefully the time away from the game helped him uh, get healthier and all that. So, God willing, he's, he uh, stays healthy and because uh, he's going to be a big-time performer. You know, this guy is... Uh, he has all the tools to be the second best defenseman on the team, maybe third best. Devontae is pretty elite too, but uh, yeah, this guy can play on the the first line almost any team in the league uh, if he develops to uh, his potential. Yeah,
0: this is this is great news for the Avs. Even 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 better news for Byron himself that he had those concussion issues, as uh, Joel mentioned there. But yeah, fourth overall pick. He has he has the skill set. I mean. If imagine him on a pair with Kyle McCarr just could be absolutely amazing, or just a second pair to have those guys, one of those two on the ice for for most of the game would be incredible for the Avs. I mean, this season he has eleven points in eighteen games. He's he has the skill set, he has the the pedigree, so it's just about staying healthy for him.
1: Yeah, just what the Avs need is another offensive stud on their defense. Great. That's what we all want to hear um no good to see you man um this guy's from offensive stud from all things i hear uh yeah young kid you set up fourth overall pick supposed to be pretty fucking good so good on colorado especially come playoff time always nice to have some depth so can't go wrong with that uh moving down here last thing on the dockets. all right we had a uh, boys we had a we had a good old fashioned kerfuffle okay there was a kerfuffle on the ice which obviously led to a kerfuffle on twitter uh, Jay Beagle, Troy Terry incident, and some comments from Tyson Nash. Ryan, take this one away, buddy. What what, what happened?
0: Yeah, this one's interesting here because during you saw the uh, the Zegers great uh, Michigan goal second time this season. He went around Sonny Milano. I think that was their second or third goal of the game. They were up five nothing. I believe in the third period, uh, Zegers pokes at the goalie. He gets a cross check from Jay Beagle. That's all fine and good. Zegers acknowledged that after after the game. Terry comes in, grabs Beagle. Beagle just immediately starts going to town on Terry. Terry tries to turtle that he, he tweeted it or put a picture out on Instagram somewhere of just his completely fucked up eye. And then while this is happening, uh coyotes announcer color commentator, Tyson Nash, who was an enforcer in the NHL back in the two thousands was saying about how this, this is what happens. If teams are going to try to skill it up, if they're going to try to embarrass other teams, if they're going to try to, if they're going to enjoy themselves. And then he doubled down on those comments about saying, Oh, he shouldn't have said skilled it up. He should have said hot dog in it, or they were all smiling or smirking after goals. Like should players not be ha- happy after pulling off cool goals? Like that's what people want to see. There's a place in the game for fighting. And I don't, I don't think this is it.
2: Uh, there's, there's multiple layers to this. Uh, first of all, yeah, the, uh, uh, I'll start on the, the, the duck side. Um, uh, or rather the coyote side here with uh Jay Beagle. He he, he went too far. Uh you know, you can uh, hit him once or twice there for the that shit around the net, you know, uh, you know, trying to poke it in when it's five nothing, you smacking the goalie there by uh Zgris and then and then the, the scrum after that. So obviously he went too far, you know, just hit just hit him once or twice. But if he's not fighting back, you leave him alone. You don't keep going after him. Uh but this is what happens when you don't have uh those enforcer types like let them fight each other you don't want you don't want to keep these uh skill guys involved in like the, and getting mixed up in this stuff and, and getting beat up uh he might have broken his orbital bone apparently it wasn't that bad but uh, something like that could have happened um so yeah i'd rather have the enforcers just fight each other and let the skill guys do their thing um and, and like the ducks they, they they were they were lighting it up they were they're there's uh, supposed to be a code of honor, right, in, in the sport, and uh, they they did they broke that. They kept playing their their skill guys late in the game. Up five nothing, it was kind of ridiculous. And yeah, Tyson Nash saw them, you know, just just smirking. I guess they're happy they're about to break their ten game losing streak. But uh, still, you, it's just uh, it's a unwritten rule. You don't play your uh, your stars when you're up five nothing, and then do all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of get both sides, but I'm, I'm on I'm on Tyson Nash's side here. Uh, it's it's just that's what happens when you when you don't uh, respect the game, respect your opponent. See, I'm kind of
1: agreeing with Joel, but not for the same reasons. Like, I'm all for you running the score, man. Fuck it, it's National Hockey League. No no pussy shit. If I want to score and win by six seven goals, it's your job to stop me. Right now, on the contrary, if you're winning by six or seven goals kind of be ready to get your fucking teeth punched in as well. So I know it's, you can say it's an old-fashioned take. It's a 80s, 90s, 2000s hockey take. I don't care. That's the kind of hockey I like, right? I love seeing the goals. I love seeing the skill in the game. It's unreal. It's more so evident now than maybe it's ever been before, and it's awesome. With that being said, I like a little rough and tough, you know? You're going to go up 7 nothing like that? I'm going to knock your teeth out. That's okay. So I, I like both sides of it, man. Score some goals, but also look out to get knocked out, you know? Uh, as far as Tyson Nash's comments go, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, you're going to obviously there's the homer side of things going in there. He's going to be a little pissy about it and all this. But I didn't necessarily love them. But on the same side, I didn't really love what Trevor Zegers was saying after the game either being like, oh, it's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. All of this. Well, not really. Like you just knocked somebody fucking beat the shit out of someone, even though he wasn't fighting back. So I wouldn't be embarrassed to that. I don't know. Kind of an asshole thing to say from both sides of the stories. Either way, it's a win-win and a lose-lose. Uh, that's hockey, though, man. You know, you, you score a couple goals, you get knocked out, you piss some people off. That's, that's hockey in a nutshell right there.
0: Looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, throws, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. Win bet win hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific. Better prices on select games. Anyone who has the win bet app is alerted right on the hour. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $10, win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. In honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn slash masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app.
1: All right, boys. That covers our NHL news. Uh, Quite the kerfuffle. We got a 10-game slate here on Tuesday. Are we ready to fucking rock and roll, gentlemen, or what?
0: Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Right, right, guy. There you go. We got 10 games for Tuesday, April 5th. Kicking things on the docket at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 260. Buffalo money line sitting at plus 220. Carolina on the puck line plus 105. Uh, Over under sitting at six. Over paid off minus 125. The under plus 105. All right, boys. I don't know here. Like. Obviously, like the thing to do is take Carolina puck line. Like the Sabers are kind of playing for nothing. You think they'd almost want to lose a couple games? Obviously, they're not going to throw anything, but you want to get a better draft pick. So maybe Carolina puck line. I think the safe play's got to be the over here, though. Like Buffalo's been scoring every now and then lately, and we all know what Carolina can do on the offensive side. So the over at six minus one point five uh, isn't a bad play.
0: Yeah, I think this was something that Sharky brought up in, in his analysis there that, that we're taking a lot of puck. Like all of us, just, just look at a big favorite like this minus two sixty, playing Buffalo, get the puck line at plus odds, and just 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 take it from there. And this might actually be a case where where that's safe here because Carolina is just such a better team than Buffalo, and you don't want to eat that minus two sixty juice because I, I can't see Carolina losing here. They had a tough loss uh, against Minnesota. They outshot them thirty eight nineteen. Been playing well recently. Buffalo ha- had a good win against Nashville. They they uh, pl- played tough against Florida, but. Carolina needs these points. They're on two days rest. They're 5-0 in their last five on two days rest, Uh, 8-2 overall this season. So I I can't see them losing. So if I were to take any side in this, it would be Carolina at 105. But I I agree with Talon here. Take the over. Buffalo's given up goals. They're able to score, score a few, too. So take the over six at minus 125.
2: This guy brings up Sharks' analysis of uh, how our puck lines don't do very well. Then he suggests that as one of the better bets in this game. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, the Sabres, uh, I think, are uh, are the – they're playing well. They're playing great, actually, uh, considering where they are in the standings right now. Um, they're playing more like they were at the beginning of the year, and they're healthy now, too, getting most of the guys back. Uh, and Peyton Krebs is coming up, too, that uh, uh, one of the – players that the knights traded for uh, eichel um he scored a goal the other night and Tage thompson of course that big fucking guy is killing it uh, yeah i think we'll plus 220 here there's there's a bit of value on the sabers i'd say uh if you uh want a little safer play you can go with the the sabers team total over two and a half which is also plus money so that's what i've been doing lately because there's been so many goals scored lately in the nhl that uh, i've just been playing like uh over two and a half team totals for these bad teams and then it's been cashing a lot especially with the sabers and devils games Uh, um that that's that's my plan of action for this one here
1: okay i got one thing to say i might change my over and it's going to depend on goalies here boys we could have a matrix game we could have frederick anderson against craig anderson and if we have Mr. Anderson, I'm taking the under. It's, if that's the case, if it's Anderson's going at it, I'm taking the under six. It's going to be a one-nothing game settled in a shootout. But if not, if anybody else is in there, take the over. It could be Ukapeka, Lucanen, and Rantanen, take the over. It could be anybody. But if it's Anderson and Anderson, we got a Matrix game. I'm reading the code, baby. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heading down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at plus 105. Pittsburgh money line, minus 125. This is going to be a good game, boys. Holy shit. Uh, Over-under sitting at six. Over-paying off, minus 115. The under, minus 105. Jolie, take it away here, boy. you uh, your Colorado Avalanche or dogs. What do you think?
2: Well, we just saw this game on Saturday. And uh, the A's won that one in uh, Denver. They were about... Uh, I got them at minus 135. I think they closed, like, minus 155. So to see them now, plus 105... You know I'm all over that. There's no way that there should be, uh, what is that, 60 cents in uh, line movement here. I don't understand that. There's no way to whole mice is worth that much. Uh, definitely not in Pittsburgh anyway. Uh, I guess it would go the other way too because Colorado has the the altitude advantage and all that. But still, plus 105 I think is a good number here. Um, and another thing too is these the under six. That one was under six and a half, but they still like that under six. Uh, that was a closely contested game. You know, both these teams getting ready for the playoffs. And uh, the Avs goaltending is one of the best in the league right now with Darcy Kemper really showing off. Um, Penns still have good goaltending too, but uh, Tristan Jari hasn't been all there. But I, I still like the under six here. Two uh, teams that are uh, focusing on their defensive play going into the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, got two two defensive teams here. So I also lean to the under. And I think anytime the Avs are underdogs, you kind of got to take them plus 105. Like Joel said, they they uh just beat Pittsburgh over the weekend, even though that was at home. Now going to to Pittsburgh, home ice hasn't really that been too advantageous for Pittsburgh. They're 19-10 and five, 22-9 and five on the road, so uh, around the same. And Avalanche are just just really good. I mean, it's it's tough for them going to be without uh without some so their second line may take a hit there. But I love the under here. I'm also looking at the first period under. can probably get that at, at some plus odds. Um, it's 8-2 in the last 10 Avs games, 7-3 in the last 10 Penguins games. Avs have only allowed one first period goal in their last 10. So maybe look at a Penguins team total under, under 0.5. But yeah, first period under and the under and the underdog Avs for this game.
1: Shit, could you take any more unders there, bud? Uh, I'll be with you, though. I'll be taking the under 6, minus 105. I think that's a play you guys touched on. The last time, these guys did play a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was a 3-2 game, I believe. So, under 6. It's going to be pushing. It might be a little tight, but it's it's essentially playoff-level hockey, man. So, you guys touched on, two Two defensively teams. Uh, two great goaltenders going at it. At least both playing well. But if I had to pick a side, I'm taking the Penguins at home, man. Minus 125. And for one reason... Sid the Kid, baby, quietly put up, 58 games played, he has 72 points, quietly, and nobody's talking about Sid this year, if he was healthy and played the whole season, he might be in contention for uh, maybe a couple of awards, not saying he'd win it, but he'd be uh, talked about a little bit more, we got the we got the good old-fashioned battle of Tim Hortons here, boys, we got Nathan McKinnon and, uh, and Sidney Crosby going at it, so I'm going to go with my boy Sid.
2: One more thing, too, is that the, I'm seeing for the Penguins injury report here that, uh, Few of the guys have uh, non-COVID illnesses, so there might be a bit of a flu going around the locker room. And hopefully the abs don't catch that shit, but it it could be a little marker against the Pens here as well.
1: Yeah, Casper, Kapanen, fucking getting titty flu from just seeing tits all day long. That that's a deep cut for any old Leafs fan, I'll tell you what. All right. Uh, anyways, moving down to the seven. We have slot here. We got the New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. To be told, not that far of a road trip though. Uh, New York money lines paying off minus one sixty. Jersey on the money line plus one forty. Over under is sitting at six. Over paying off minus one fifteen. The under minus one o five. Oh, let me see. Does New York play the day after? I don't think they do. At minus one sixty, maybe you'll see Gorgiev. I'm not sure. Either way, I'll take a little flyer out on uh, on the Rangers here minus one sixty. I don't love the play. Although, no Jack Hughes, though, right, for New Jersey. So I, I do like that, actually. Give me minus 160 on the Rangers here.
0: Yeah, Jack Jack Hughes questionable after leaving, what was that, Sunday's game. Uh, Rangers had a tough loss on Sunday against the Flyers. Flyers, Martin Jones kind of stymied them there, even though the Rangers outshot them 46 26. They did get a point in the shootout, but you got to lean to the Rangers here. I feel like the minus 160 line is kind of low, even though this is a rivalry game where anything can happen. I'm also leaning to the over here just because the Devils really don't have any goalies right now. Nico Dawes isn't great. I would imagine it's just Erkin starts again for the Rangers. So maybe the Devils won't, won't get as many goals. Maybe just look for Rangers team total. But I, I definitely lean to the over as well as the favorite Rangers here on the road.
2: I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Devils. Uh, this is not this is not a bottom five team. If you look at their numbers uh, this year over the course of the whole thing, but Especially in the past month where they're number ten in expected goals for this is like the the best uh five bottom five team ever. Uh, it's just the fact that their goaltending is absolutely brutal. And uh I'm just banking on the fact that the Devils can uh outscore the Rangers here, who are they kind of have the opposite problem. Their numbers aren't as good relative to their position, but their goaltending is uh, arguably the best in the league right now. So um that that's what I'm banking on. I'm making another whole. The whole team, you know, it's a team game, that's what they tell you. Uh, so I'm taking the devils here, even without the no, Jack Hughes could still play, he's still questionable, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I've i been having some success fading the Rangers, some success, you know, they've been playing a bit better, admittedly, since the trade deadline they got those guys in, but uh, still, I just Durkin's also slipped a bit too, so that kind of cancels uh, each other out. So I'm going with the devils here, plus 140.
0: One more thing here. The Devils have allowed 50 goals in the past 10 games. So Rangers team total over three and a half at plus 105 or or any plus odds around there would would be a great look. Yeah, I'm going to go with
1: Austin Matthews. Just got a fucking hat trick. Let's (laughs) go. Um, If I had to pick in this game, we'll give her a Rangers. Devil's already picked it. That's okay. Let's fucking give her. Uh, You know know
2: who's a big loser? All the people in Ontario who followed our advice and bet Austin Matthews win the heart seven to one. (laughs) <laughs> another hat trick the Is, fucking yeah
1: they lost all their bets you're right
2: yeah <laughs> Yo, I oh, yeah i doubled down at him in my work bet
1: to 60 goals this year so i'm fucking pumped he's at there 54 <laughs> <laughs> all right moving down to the 7 p.m slide here we got a shit game you think about battles of canada right you're like okay what do we got we got the battle of alberta we got fucking calgary edmonton going at it you know vancouver and i don't know who does vancouver hate anybody joel who does vancouver hate uh, Boston. Boston. Well, that's not a battle of Canada. Uh, <laughs> you think of the Jets and Leafs lately, that's okay. Two teams you don't think of is the Senators and Canadians. And that's who we got at the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Ottawa Moneyline sitting at minus 120. Montreal Moneyline plus 100. Over-unders at 6. Over Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I'm going sunny's all the way. We're getting pesky here. I don't know. I watched, I forget what game I watched the other day, but I was liking what I saw. Tim Stutzel is absolutely incredible, dude. I watched this guy split the D like three times in one game, dude. The guy's an absolute stud. He's a German stud. So give me the Suns minus 120 and fuck it. Give me a Stutzel anytime goal scorer.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're they're small favorites here, but I still think the Sens are going to be pesky at minus 120. Over the past 10 games, they have the 13th best expected goals for at 52.62%. Canadians have the second worst, just 40.36%. So Sens have been playing better overall, even though Canadians just coming off that uh, big shootout win in Tampa Bay. They also beat the Leafs, so they've been upsetting some people. They beat the Senators 5-1 back on March 19th. But I just think senators back-to-back five two wins over detroit winnipeg five two i think think they're playing well so i'm gonna take the sense here at minus 120 and also lean to the over
2: yeah the over is a better play here though the the sense being pesky as a minus 120 favorite is a contradiction in terms they can only be pesky when their we <laughs> have been over this a thousand times okay <laughs> uh yeah i'd lean to montreal here just being at home and plus money and all that but uh the stronger play here would be would be the over you know these these bad non-playout teams they're they're not giving two fucks about what happens on the ice they just want to have some fun play for the fans and uh yeah just just let the chips fall where they may and score some goals so over six here is just fine especially when uh, well jake allen is, is still better than mountain Bow, but um yeah the canadians are scoring uh, freely and uh, f- yeah, the Sens, like I said, they're they're they used to play disciplined, structured hockey with uh, some unders, but they they've been letting some goals in as well. So yeah, give me the over six. All
1: right, heading down to the seven PM slot again. Here we got a Columbus Blue Jackets against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Uh, Jackets on the money line sitting at plus one hundred five. Philadelphia money line minus one twenty five. Uh, over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus one twenty five. The under plus one hundred five. Ryan. What's going on with your Flyers, buddy? What do we got here?
0: Yeah, it's rare to see them as a as a favorite nowadays without Claude Giroux. They had, what's that, six straight games of being underdogs of uh, plus 200 or more. So now they come back home, they're favorites here. I, th- I think the best play here kind of has to be the over. It's been over in six of the past seven Flyers games. Columbus had three straight and four or five heading into tonight's game when it's 2-2 going into overtime. So that's going to be under, but uh, I think... Norris Leakins started that one. So I think JF Barubi is their backup right now. It's slated to start tomorrow against Carter Hart. So I do lean to the Flyers. I think they're they're back at home. They're they're playing decently right now. They're scoring goals. So I like the Flyers. Also like the Over. Over's been uh eight of the past 11 Jackets games, Flyers scoring goals. So like the over here, it's the best bet. Over six minus one twenty five. Probably go it'll probably go up to over six and a half. I still like that. I'll look at the first period over here, too, and I'll look for my fly guys to get to win.
2: Fly guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exact same thing about what I was saying about the other game. These are just two bad non-playoff teams going at it, so uh, give me the over as well. Uh, yeah, these are just two terrible defensive teams. I know the Flyers have trouble scoring, but definitely not true. The Jackets, uh, you know, 13th in the league, goals per game. And, uh, yeah, Philly's 27th worst goals per game allowed and uh jackets are even worse at 30th goals per game all out so yeah just give me the over here uh not good goaltending like you said likely Barube. so um yeah there's over six here this is definitely gonna be six and a half by the time the puck drops
1: i'm uh i'm gonna go against the grain a little here here boys i'm gonna take the under six and if it goes to six and a half i'll definitely be betting that for sure obviously you know Barube, he hasn't even played a game this year the guys 30 years old you know career backup and that's being generous maybe career hl goalie uh we all know what carter hart can do to philadelphia they have been scoring lately but they're not the greatest goal scoring team you know columbus on the second night of a back-to-back two they're playing boston they're currently 2-2 it's going into overtime uh Bruins just you... scored Bruins just scored is that an ot or third ot ot all right, well, still, Columbus, you know, they may be a little bit sleepy, man. That's a hard, heavy Bruins team to play, so I don't expect a lot of Columbus goals. Uh, Philadelphia, obviously, I said they've been scoring lately, but I I don't know, six? If it does go up to six and a half, I absolutely love that under. But uh, if I did have to take a play here, I'm going to lean a little bit towards Columbus, man. Just give me the Blue Jackets as a dog. It's a nothing game, but, you know, Brube hasn't played a game yet. This is, this is his Stanley Cup, right? Like, fuck it, this is my time to shine. Maybe you'll see a performance out of the guy, who knows?
0: It's a hectic time of the year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. You know, the playoff push is happening right now, and you know, when there's close games, you just got to take a moment to chill. And Coors Light is the beer for that. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open to Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's com slash SGP.
1: Heading down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Toronto make beliefs against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida uh good game here boy shit leafs on the second night of a back-to-back uh toronto money line sitting at plus 105 florida money line minus 170 over under is at seven uh overpaying all plus 100 the under minus 120. Jolie, what do you got here
2: oh yeah the leafs are just uh pounding lightning right now um so they're clearly in playoff mode uh they gotta beat these big teams to uh to uh get people to respect them again and all that um uh, to get their fans on their side going into the playoffs, you know they're not just beating bad teams. In fact, they're losing to bad teams, but they're beating the good teams. Uh, they're actually, what are they? Six and one, six five and one versus the last uh, in the last six against the team with the winning record. So they can compete with these big boys, at least in the regular season. We'll see what they're made of in the playoffs. But uh, for now, it's it's hard to pick a side here. I know the police will be on a back to back. They have Schalberg in net um so it's, it's yeah it'll be a tough one good game to watch though uh but my best bet here will be the panthers over three and a half uh goals at minus 150 just because uh the leafs will let a few in uh they prevented the lightning from scoring a bunch today but i think the panthers are a lot better offensively and the fact that uh there'll be a Schalger in that who apparently is uh not as good as jack campbell um uh, he's been all right the past two games since coming back from his injury so um, yeah, I'm just fading Toronto defense again, and their goaltending. Just give me the uh, Panthers offense here uh, for the safest play over three and a half goals, minus one fifty.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Leafs have now what five straight games with seven or more goals in them, including a five two win against Florida. Florida's had two straight goals with at least seven goals, three of their past four. So the over here is definitely a look. They've just been these two teams have been over machines in the past ten games, if not more. But I, I think I have to lean to lean to Florida here that they're, they're at home they've been they've been amazing at home 28 and six, Toronto's going to have Chauvin in net they're uh, five form one on no days rest so so not too great there, even though Toronto did win 5-2 at home I think I think Florida having the home ice advantage here is going to be pretty big uh, minus 170 is a long line so maybe look for a regulation play or parlay florida with the over or looks like a team total like joel is or just take the over over seven plus 100 could get a little bit better odds there plus 105 plus 110 maybe just because these teams have been over machine so the over and florida for me
1: boys are panthers carnivores or herbivores you ever seen a fucking panther eat a leaf Not going to happen. Give me the Leafs plus 105 on the money line. Give me the Leafs in regulation. And, of course, give me the Leafs puck line. This team is kicking, baby. We're firing on all cylinders. I said it last show, maybe a couple shows ago. We're done with banging sevens. This team's ready to rock and roll, boys. And they're playing like it. They've been playing like it. They're on a five-game winning streak after the win against Tampa tonight. Love Toronto in this game. Good teams. I say it all year long. What do good teams do? They win on the second night of a back-to-back. It's time for the boys to put up or shut up, okay? Love the Leafs in this play every which possible way. Give me the Leafs money line. Give me the Leafs puck line. Give me the Leafs in regulation. Give me the under 7, minus 120. You guys are saying goals, 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 goals. No absolute way. I know last time this game went 5-2. I was at the game. I saw it. Spencer Knight got his tits lit. That happens. Sergei Bobrovsky, if he gets to start playing pretty well lately, and you guys are going to bet against the Shally Green Giant... Fucking my boy, Eric Shalgren, the Shally Green Giant. I don't think so, boys. Give me the under. Give me the Leafs on the money line. Leafs on the puck line and Leafs in regulation. I am so pumped up for this game. You have no idea.
2: You know, the talent is drunk on the Leafs because he doesn't even pay attention to the fact (laughs) the money line is plus 105 there. Which That's what I Terrible said. odds, given the fact that it's uh, minus is 170 it? for the Panthers. So it's actually plus 150. You're not. Is you're it not plus
1: 150? Off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go, baby. I love it even more. Just cash and checks. Let's go. I had to change my lock there. Uh, fuck, is that a spoiler? Whatever. Uh, moving on down here, we got the 7:30 slot. We got the Boston Bruins against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Boston on the money line, paying off minus 200. Detroit money line, plus 175. Bruins on the puck line, plus 175. Over-unders at six. Over-paying off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Oh, I don't know, boys. Like, Detroit stinks. Like, they're absolutely horrible. Boston has been go-go-go mode. But Boston has kind of a reputation this year for playing like shit against terrible teams. You know, they'll win, but it'll be an overtime or it'll be one goal. So, I don't know, maybe if you can take, like, Detroit reverse puck line or maybe even, like, a winning margin by one, that's a good play. Uh, Also, the over, minus 115, Uh, I don't know. Will the Bruins play Swayman here? Maybe not. Detroit's pretty soft. Even if they do, uh, winning margin by one, give me the over. And, uh, yeah, give me a Detroit reverse puck line at plus 105. Or plus 105.
0: Allmark started tonight, so, so we'll be the sway man against Detroit. I, I don't get this line. Only minus 200. I feel like it should be a lot higher. I mean, Detroit's just been been awful recently. 5-2 losses to Ottawa back-to-back. Gave up 5 to the Rangers, 11 to to Pittsburgh. I mean, they've just given up so many goals recently. Boston's been scoring goals up up until tonight. They had, only had 3, and over, and, and over time they had 5, 8, uh, four, six, three. So they've been scoring goals here, so... I'm also looking to the Boston Bruins team total here over four at plus 115 or over four and a half at plus 200. Detroit's given up five or more goals in three straight. 20 of their past tw- 12 for the past 20 and 28 of 69 games overall. So I think Boston's going to put up at least four or five here in Detroit. Detroit's just been playing horrible defense. They gave up five to the Senators. Boston's been scoring. So Boston team total over four at plus 115.
2: Yeah, I don't have too much to add there. You're uh, dead on so far as all that goes. Uh, I do like the Boston Bruins here. Uh, I think the team total is the best way to attack it because um, I like the over in general as well. I mean, the Red Wings they 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 can give up seven goals, no problem, um, <laughs> but they can also score a few too. And then the Bruins on a back to back, and then they did to go to overtime, so they might be a little a little weary. So they. They could let a few buy. So I think the safe play here is the over six. But uh, I love the Bruins team total as well.
1: All right. Heading on down to APM slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Nashville Predators. Pretty big game here. Boys game itself is in Nashville. Uh, Minnesota on the money line sitting at minus 120. Nashville money line plus 100 over under sitting at six. Overpaying all plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Ryan, take it away here, dude. What do you got?
0: Got a hot take here that uh, Nashville's Ooh. fallen into a wild card spot. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I think they've been Ooh. they've been falling off recently, and and that's going to continue tonight here, or or whatever Tuesday night against Minnesota, the Wild. Evan, they've been playing good hockey. They're nine and one in their past 10, 11 and two in their past fourteen. In their past ten games, their goal differential is thirty four to sixteen. So they're playing lockdown defense. Nashville doesn't really have a great offense. They just lost to Nashville. They've lost three of their past. Five games, including one goal.
2: Who did they the lose Kings. to?
0: <laughs> I wasn't
1: gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they lost. They, they, they beat themselves, Joel. They, they, they lost oh, okay. to the Buffalo. that makes, that makes more there. sense. <laughs> they a, they had only had one goal against in Vegas, <laughs> and in LA. I mean, Minnesota's—they're a deep team. You got you got Capri off uh, up front there. He's, he's, he's a magician. So Nashville won the first meeting six-two, but I think Minnesota gets the revenge here. Only minus one-twenty. I think that's a great line. Uh, the fifth best expected goals for at 56.85% in the past 10 games, Nashville, the ninth lowest at 46.15%. So Minnesota is just the better team right now. And I think minus 120 is, is a great line.
2: For sure. Again, we're, uh, we're aligned here. I also love the wild in this spot. Uh, Preds are, they, they've been slipping for weeks now, it seems like. So, um, yeah, wild have been, uh, pretty hot too after the the trade deadline, um, picking up some guys. And of course, Mark Carney, Fleury, uh, like it's motivated the whole team. They're they're all gung ho for the playoffs, and maybe have a a last run before uh, they have to sell some guys. Um, but yeah, the Wild here, I think, are a much better team. And you know, I'd love the fact if, or I'd love it if the Preds fell into a uh, wildcard spot or even out of the playoffs. You never know, because uh, there's no way that Romanosi's winning the norris uh as a non-playoff team but uh for this game yeah give me the wild i love it at only minus 120 uh yeah they're still the number one team in the last month in expected goals against so that just tells you how much they have uh, improved defensively and now they're getting some goaltending as well so um i also lean to the under here um as long as the sorrows doesn't fuck it up because he hasn't been playing well lately either <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree with you on the underplay, uh, barring UC Saros exploding on himself. Um, but you do have two good goalies going at it, man. Like, Saros is a good goalie. He started off so friggin' hot this year. on um, andre Flurry, Cam Talbot, whichever one plays, they've both been exceptional lately. If I did have to pick a side here, kind of lean in against you here, boys. I like the Preds plus 100. I know Ryan's saying, oh, they're falling off, they might miss the playoffs, it so very might well be. Uh, this is still a team that's 21-11-0 at home, and more importantly, their division record this year has been 13-6-1. Uh, we got a division game here, man, so it's pretty important. Minnesota sitting at 10-8-1, so maybe uh, maybe Nashville shows up when the time counts here. I'll take a little gamble on the Preds plus 100 as slight dogs at home, but realistically, like you guys said, the under-6 minus 120 has to be the play for sure. Uh, heading on down to the 8.30 p.m. slot, we got the New York Islanders against the Dallas Stars. New York Moneyline sitting at plus 120, Dallas Moneyline minus 140, uh, over-under sitting at 5.5, overpaying up plus 100, the under minus 120. They're not saying there's going to be a lot of goals in this game, eh? Like it's, what is it, 5.5 and the line's leaning towards the under here. Obviously, you know, you got two boring-ass teams going at You got the boring Dallas Stars against the boiling, boring New York Islanders with their scumbag Islander fans. With that being said, boys, I'm going to lean towards the over here at 5.5. That's not a lot of goals. Jolie touched on it earlier in the show. There's been a lot of goals in NHL games lately, man. So I I don't know. 5.5 doesn't seem like too much. Uh, If you had to pick a side here, the Islanders have kind of been good lately. They're on a four-game winning streak. I'll take a fire as them as a road dog, you know, plus 120, even though their fans stink.
0: Yeah, Islanders have been playing some inspired hockey recently. They're getting kind of back into the playoff picture. They're only 11 points behind Washington. One game in hand, so if they win this, they're nine points behind. And they have two head-to-head matchups at the end of the month. They're, uh, their last Two of the last three games of the season are against the Capitals. So if they stay in it, those could be some some huge games for them. I still don't know what to make of Dallas. They They've been playing well recently, but they put up a stinker there in Seattle, lost 4-1. It was back-to-back, but Dallas now back at home, 21-9-1 at home. So I, I want to lean that way. They won six of their past eight. They're right in the middle of the pack, expected to four in their past ten when the Islanders are down at the fourth worst. So Islanders kind of beginning lucky. So I, I'm, I'm going to lean to Dallas here at, at minus 140. And, you know, Dallas has kind of been a sneaky over team, as have the Islanders. So I don't hate the over five and a half at plus 100.
2: Yeah, that's my best bet as well. I like the over here. Ballander's been scoring some goals lately. And uh, did I say Sorokin is done for the season? Is that confirmed? Somebody told I, me that. I haven't heard it, but maybe. Yeah. That I'm was the right. first Something time I questionable. Heard Yeah, okay. Well, the fuck that guy. heard told me that. Joel the
1: Insider, boys. You heard <laughs> yeah. it here first. your <laughs> <All laughs> Sorokin right. retired from the game of hockey. Never played <laughs> another game in his life.
2: Yeah, he's going to go fight in Ukraine.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, apparently he's questionable. So he could have even been playing, but uh I like the overlap better if he uh does not suit up because he is uh actually turned into one of the better goalies in the league. Um, you know, I love my god Varley. Uh but he has gotta be a little tired now after uh the back to back on uh Thursday Friday, uh big game two against the Rangers. Maybe they give Corey Schneider another run out. He wasn't terrible on Sunday um in that four-three win. Um so yeah, I like the over five and a half here, even especially if you're getting even money on that. Uh, the stars, they yeah, they, they have they're a pretty wild team, been saying this all year long. Uh, sometimes they look like offensive juggernauts, other of times they look like the uh, last year's Islanders would just uh, win two one games. So, these are both teams that could uh, do damage in the playoffs. I mean, I, I really doubt the Anders getting there, but if they do, you never know. And uh, yeah, the stars, same kind of thing, I wouldn't want to play them. Yeah, in the first round, given uh, their physical, defensive style of hockey.
1: get the fucking Islanders to bring in my boy Appleby. Oh, Margarita Mondays. Let's go. Uh, heading down to the 10.30 PM slot. We got the Edmonton Oilers. Last game on the docket against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Edmonton money line sitting at minus 180. San Jose money line plus 160. Oilers on the puck line plus 130. Uh, Over-under is sitting at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Boys, we got the two ugliest goalies in the league going at it. You got 40-year-old Graybush, Mike Smith, long hair, crusty, ugly-looking motherfucker against nerdy boy James Reimer, the Shermanator from American Pie. Pretty much his equivalent. I don't know. Give me the Oilers in regulation, though. I love that. Paying off minus 117. Uh, yeah san jose stinks they got to be washing here they're on a three-game losing streak edmonton's on a four-game winning streak uh decent road record you know 30 actually yeah 17 13 and 5 that's not bad sharks are better at home than they are the road but it's not really that great uh edmonton regulation man i love this uh last time these teams did play it was like i don't know a week ago edmonton trimmed them up 5-2 so keep that in mind
0: yeah, another another game here where I don't really understand why the Oilers are such short favorites, even though it is minus 180, which is a decent amount of juice. They're just much better than the Sharks. The talent said it was, it was 5-2 uh, on March 24th, beat them 3-0 on February 22nd in San Jose. Uh, shots on goal in those games were forty one thirty 30 and forty one twenty, 20 So just domination there by the Oilers. So I'm looking at the Oilers here, money line, puck line, plus 130. Also, the team total over four is plus 130, over four and a half, plus 185. Uh, they've hit the four number in six straight games, eight of their past ten. Sharks have allowed four or more in three straight and four of their past five. So, like Edmonton, team total here the best at plus odds, but also like them on the money line and puck line, and the over, too.
2: Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. That, that all sounds good to me, so... Uh... Yeah, let's keep rolling here with the Oilers. They're playing great hockey, like you said. They're just scoring four-plus goals almost every game. Uh, and the Sharks, meanwhile, they're, they're going back into the, the decline. You know, they had a bit of a resurgence once Eric Carlson came back, but uh, now they're going back to slumping, to slumping slumpin Sharkies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just gonna me the Oilers here. <laughs> There's nothing else uh, to say that you guys haven't already. So, yeah, let's just ride the hot hand here and fade uh, the team that's going nowhere.
0: There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. See you in the winner's winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Final Four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York, who sold a $1,000 35-1 to Houston championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite 8 game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, boys, that covers off our Tuesday slate here. Uh, We got five games on the Wednesday. As of time recording, we do not have lines, but like we always do, we'll run through and see if there's anything we're looking out for. Uh, first game on the docket at 7.30 p.m. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Washington Capitals game itself is in Washington. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, bud? Big game here.
0: Plus, I, I I love the Lightning here. They're going to be coming off, off two uh, tough losses. Lost to Montreal. Got, got beat down here by the Leafs. And Washington has not been good at home against good teams. They lost 5-1 Minnesota, 6-1 Carolina, 5-2 St. Louis, 3-2 Dallas. That's four of their past six games they've lost. They've only beaten Buffalo and the Devils in that span. So I think Tampa Bay coming in, even if they're they're probably road favorites here, just because Washington has not been great this season, possibly losing out on their playoff spot to the Islanders if they make a run. So you got to go with Tampa here, and possibly look for the over too with how uh, Washington has been giving up goals.
2: I think the Lightning, uh, yeah, respond here. And come back with a win, even though it might be Brian Elliott. I don't know. Do they play on Thursday? Who cares? Uh, Lightning are going to win this game. Just a much better team. They're they're uh, allegedly great after a loss, though uh, that hasn't been happening much lately. I remember that long losing streak where I kept betting them and they kept losing <laughs> on their uh, Western uh, road trip. But I'm fine with uh, taking them in this spot. Uh, they got to start uh, <clears throat> giving, giving up. Uh, oh, excuse me getting ready for the playoffs and uh playing more defensive hockey i don't i don't know about the over but uh if it's vasilevsky i'll take the under if it's uh brian elliott i'd lean over i guess but uh yeah i think the lightning button it up after getting shelled to six goals by the leafs today yeah tampa
1: does not play thursday and they are in a race with the Leafs for uh, home ice here so that's probably going to be important so you should expect vasilevsky in this game uh, I do favor Tampa same way as you guys and Julie, I'm leading with you when the under here and I'll tell you why Andre Vasilevsky should be going up against Vitek Vanacek Vasilevsky Vanacek. What do we see here, boys? Both names start with a V. What's Roman numeral? What's V? It's five over under is going to be at six, maybe six and a half. V is five. Over under six and a half. We're taking the under, baby. This is a V game. I love it. Uh Tampa Bay, though, is the safe play. And then the under because it's a V game, baby. A Russian V. Let's go. That's ta- Talonitics at its finest, right? talent <laughs> I like that. There you go. Tal- Tal- you heard of analytics? <laughs> this is Talonitics, <laughs> baby. Love it. Love it. TM trademark pending. You use it, we're gonna sue the shit <laughs> out of you. Uh hope SGPN has some good lawyers um moving down to 7 30 p.m we got the detroit red wings against the winnipeg jets game itself is in winnipeg uh yeah i don't know like detroit's on the second half of a back-to-back they're gonna get lit up this game the real option is how do you find the money here it's gotta be like maybe winnipeg team total winnipeg puck line maybe uh, i don't know maybe the over for the teams but either way you kind of got to lean the jets even though they're uh they're no savior either
0: yeah, Detroit's garbage, so you got to look to the Jets. Pro- probably team total will be the safest play, as we've discussed recently. That's just been best play overall. So, yeah, Jets, maybe lean to the over just because Detroit couldn't give up 10 or 11 again.
2: Yeah, just uh, auto-play auto overs in Detroit games because um, there's always <laughs> a good chance that the team they're playing get there. Uh, and yeah, of course, that means their team total as well. Uh, that's just this standard play for me right now in Red Wings games.
1: Alright heading down to 8pm here We got the Seattle Kraken against the St. Louis Blues We got some shit games here on the Wednesday eh? Besides the Tampa one, whatever uh, Game itself is in St. Louis Same thing I said with Winnipeg here some, Every which way you can bet St. Louis You know, whether it's puck line Team total, whatever it may be uh, If I, I don't even have an over Underplay, but yeah, one of those two
0: Yeah, St. Louis in the over here they've, they've been giving up goals, they've been scoring Goals, 10, 11, 7 In their past three games Over in seven of their past eight. So, yeah, you got to look to the over, look to the Blues. Seattle's just not as good as them at all, especially not on the road.
2: Yeah, it's Philly Huswanet tonight against the Coyotes. So, it'll be Binnington tomorrow, which means I'll agree with you guys on the over. Um, Kraken are, they give it their best shot, but uh, they have bad goaltending. It just undoes them every game, kind of like the Devils, but. Um, a, a weaker version i'd say so uh give me the blues and the over
1: okay heading down to the 10 p.m. slot here we got the calgary plans to get to anaheim ducks game itself is in calgary at the quack palace uh <laughs> same thing i said with the last two Bet calgary find a way to do it team total maybe puck line maybe you can get some money on regulation i doubt it um maybe an under game here though boys i don't know like you, if you got john gibson and you got a uh, yakka markstrom going at it fuck those are two top goalies in the world even though anaheim's been kind of slipping a bit lately yeah, i would lean towards the under depending on the number if you got six six and a half then yeah for sure
0: first game of a back to back for calgary so you could see the backup starting but they're they're in san jose the next night so both kind of shit teams i mean the, the ducks are, are awful right now they had to win in arizona against the Coyote kind of team that's completely injury riddled. So, yeah, you got another game where you just got to look at the Flames any, any way you can get them. Probably Flames team total just because John Gibson has, has not been playing well as of late. I mean, down on the season now, his safety turns down to 904, 3.15 goals again. So, look to the Flames over team total.
2: Um, Once again, I find myself leaning over uh, the Ducks. Uh, they're, they're getting some offense going lately, but. Defensively, they're a mess. Uh, I remember watching them against the Stars; it was just uh, missing assignments all over the place. Uh, Luckily, Hichon Gibson actually had one of his rare good games lately um, in that game. There, uh, both games actually. Um, So, yeah, but and Stolarz was playing well as well. So, I I guess like making the case for the under here, but uh, it should be uh, Dan Vladar in that, and uh, in that case, uh, um, yeah, that that it's not Jacob Marston in that. So. Over here would be my lean as well. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight with the Flames-Kings game to uh, get a better angle on this.
1: All right. Heading down to the last game on the docket of the 10 p.m. slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Finally, a decent game on this slate. Uh, Jolie, wrap us up, bud. Bring us home.
2: Uh, hopefully, it's a decent game. Uh, Canucks got a very slow start against the Knights. The night. Uh, actually, they're one of the worst teams in the first period all season long. So, uh, maybe... You do one of Ryan's plays, uh, Golden Knights first period. <laughs> don't mind that. Um, but that said, the Canucks better come off firing because this is like their last chance to really make a playoff push. Uh, Knights are one of the teams they're chasing, and if they don't win this game, it's going to be uh, very, very hard to to get into the mix. So uh, yeah, it's all about the uh, you want to see the motion of the guys, and hopefully you, you catch Vegas uh, coming home from their road trip uh, after winning a few games themselves. Uh, Maybe a bit of a letdown spot. I don't know, but I hope the Canucks win.
0: Yeah, Canucks have lost 7 of 9, 9 of 12. They're just, they're not playing great right now. We saw this game in Vancouver on Sunday night. Uh, like you said, Vegas came out hot. Vancouver, slow start. Vancouver tied it up in the third. Vegas won in overtime. So I'm seeing a similar thing here with Vegas being able to shut it down better at home. I uh, got Robin Lanner back. He'll probably be starting again. So I like Vegas here and maybe lean to the under.
1: I mean, it's almost do or die for the Canucks, right? Like they almost have to go. Where well, they got twelve games left, they almost have to go twelve and zero to give themselves a shot here. Yeah. With that being said, you know, give me the Canucks, dude. Like obviously Vegas is in a similar predicament. They are in a in a wild card spot. With that being said, Dallas has three games on hand behind them. Um, so you could say the same thing about them, I guess. So it's kind of do or die either way, but. Y'all know how I feel about Vegas, right? So give me the Canucks on the money line here. Uh, Over, under, what was the score? These guys played yesterday on Sunday, right? 3-2 games. So yeah, I'll ride again with the under here. You know, it's it's, like I say all the time, it's going to be a playoff hockey atmosphere. You know, hopefully teams will be tightening up defensively. You won't see too many mistakes. So I'll lean a bit towards the under, but I do like Vancouver. Fuck the Knights. Uh, all right, boys. That wraps up our Tuesday, Wednesday slate here. A couple good games on the docket, a couple stinkers, but you can still make money either way. Uh, we we'll move down to immortal locks, dogs, and totals. Jolie, tell the fine people where we stand.
2: Uh, well, even after Shark's fine spreadsheet work he uh, compiled for us, we're still doing it the old school way here. Uh, you gotta trust my my word documents and uh, rounding up, <laughs> rounding down numbers. So here we go. Talons at minus 12, uh units. He inched up a bit, a bit there. Of course, he had a half unit win. And then Ryan plummeted it down again. Minus 28.67 units. Wah, wah, wah. And myself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> plus 6.89. Just an incremental edge. But um, I'm hoping to, to stay in the black here because uh, I don't think you guys are, are getting there. Yeah,
1: fair enough. All right, Ryan, buddy. Come on. I got a feeling. I got a feeling you're going on a heater. This is the start of it. You're going to get three for three every show we do till the end of the season. And it's going to start right here, baby. Ryan Gilbert, what do you got?
0: Yeah, feeling good about these picks. Going to start uh, climbing out of this hole. Uh, I My lock, I have the Wild at minus 120 in Nashville. We spoke about it. I don't think Nashville is that good. Minnesota has been one of the best teams in the league in the past 10 games. So minus 120 there is a great line. My dog, I'm going with the uh, Edmonton Oilers team total over four at plus 130. I'm just kind of amazed that over four is at plus odds. You can even push there if they only get four, but they should be able to get five or more against the Sharks. And then my total as well, I'm going for the team total for the Bruins over four plus 115 against Detroit. We've seen Detroit give up five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 goals this year. Boston's been scoring, so I like that team total over over four at plus 115.
2: Oh, this time you have my uh, fully sanctioned approval of all those those bets. Those are all great picks. I'm sure you'll go three and zero. No, that was not an attempt to mush you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'll, I'll be betting all those. Seriously, so, uh, for myself, I got the Panthers team total over three and a half uh, minus one fifty against the Leaves here. Uh, uh, you could go with the over here, but I, I think the Panthers are likely to score, given the fact that the Leafs are in a back-to-back. They'll have Schalgren in net, All that good stuff. Uh, and, of course, they have a better offense. And, if, yeah, Austin Matthews just unloaded today. Three goals. I don't think he's doing that again. Um, uh, my dog will be the Devils, plus 140 against the Rangers. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping for a few saves, you know, just a few saves from whoever they put in net there. And because uh, I know they'll get a few goals on Tristurk, and so uh, plus 140 I think is a great number for them. And my total is the uh, Bruins, Red right Wings over six, minus 115. I said it auto play overs in um, Red Wings games, um, especially now you got the Bruins on the back to back as well. So uh could be a little tired there. Uh, yeah, just give me over six, minus 115 in those that game.
1: All right, for my lock, I got Edmonton in regulation against San Jose, paying off minus 117. Uh, I love that play, man. Oilers should go in there and just absolutely beat the wheels off the Sharks Sharks on the first night of the back-to-back, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. Either way, uh, Edmonton should go in there and just beat the wheels off them. Uh, For my dog, Leafs Moneyline versus Florida, plus 150, not plus 105. Plus 150. Love that play in Toronto here. Second night of a back-to-back. It's like I always say, you want to be a good team, you want to be a great team. Great teams win on the second night of a back-to-back. If you can go and beat Tampa and Florida two nights in a row, something special to be said about that. And Jolie saying no goals from Austin Matthews. Well, the guy's one goal away from taking the Leafs all-time scoring record in a season. So he's going to be ready to go here. I love it. Uh, if I did have to lose lead in this game, give me the under, Shally Green Giant. Let's go, baby. Uh, for my total, though, I changed it up here, boys. I had a certain total locked in, but I switched it mid-show, so I'm, I'm testing the gods here. Uh, I, I the- was
2: thinking the same thing. That was my pick, too. <laughs> the- I was thinking about it, but you beat, beat me, to you to it. it.
1: Beat Were beat you going to do yeah. it? Yeah? Well, fuck yeah. It. This, this guy switches his lock every day or
2: one of his picks. Um, all
1: right. I got the Islanders stars over 5.5 plus 100. We talked about it a bit earlier. We're both pretty keen on it. That's a pretty low number, man um yeah boring hockey but ryan said it man stars have been a sneaky over team this year you know there's it seemed like oh a lot of games supposed to go under and they ended up scoring or getting scored on so i like it here at 5.5 plus 100 uh boys consensus plays i'm with you joel everything ryan has actually like i'll probably bet team totals actually no not minnesota i like nashville in that game (laughs)
0: um yeah i like joel's florida team total over three and a half i think they've got I think the Devils are are a sneaky good dog play. I, I like I, Talons over.
1: I like Joel's over Boston Detroit.
0: That's gonna yeah. be the goals. Anything I, I against Detroit is, isn't over. I think we're all on the Oilers. Whatever way you, you can get them.
1: Carolina Blue puck line. Over.
2: Yeah, Blue Jackets flyers over for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I like I like the Sabres a bit. I don't know about the Canes puck
1: line. Do we all like Ottawa here? Are we getting pesky boys?
2: Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's Montreal. <laughs> I, I like them. Uh, I gotta look up how pesky. how well they fare as actual dogs compared to favorites. I'm assuming <laughs> it's not not great as favorites, <laughs> but uh, we all like the abs and under, right? Um, yeah. Or are you like city? Sid I, I like I like
1: Sid. I like the under. I like the under in that play, though. I'll give you that one.
2: All right. All right. All
1: right. All right. So not that much consensus here. You know, you can go Ryan and Joel, you can go Ryan and me, Joel and I never agree on anything, so you can't go the two of us, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, tons of consensus plays though, guys. Pick your uh, pick your poison. All right, everybody. Go check out the sports gambling. Po- Actually, you know what? No, strike that. I was going to I might edit it, but I'm probably not going to. But strike it. But boys, I'm dropping the Sonia out of the blue here. Give me a hot take this year. Give me one hot take going into the end of the season. You know, something a little spicy. Let's go. What do you got off the top of your head?
0: I already said it. The The Predators missing the playoffs.
2: That's a hot take. Joel, you uh, got one? Uh, I don't know if I believe this, but Canucks make the playoffs. That is <laughs> this is a spicy meatball.
0: That, that, that's hot. That's
2: hot. No, let's say this. Leafs win the division. Ooh, I love that. That is a spicy
1: play. It's doable, too. Fuck the rape. It depends how tomorrow goes. That'll be a big game. Uh, I got one for you here. Markstrom plays himself into the Vesna. I'm saying you might see a little bit of a fallout from Shosturkin the last 13, 14 games here, and Markstrom sniffing right at that door. Guy's got nine shutouts this year. At least put himself into
2: contention, but my hot take is that he fucking he gets her, boys. Freddie Anderson too is sniffing around there. He's uh, I think ten to one right now, something like that. Damn, so, uh, he's uh, not a bad luck either. Maybe in an upcoming show, we'll have to start breaking down these odds. Here we're getting to that time of year.
1: Uh, all right, guys, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be. Massive week coming up, of course, with the Masters. Uh, it's going to be huge. Go check out the Golf Gambling Podcast. Uh, tons of articles. They got a pretty up promo or a pretty sick promotion going on on Twitter too. You can win a nice new driver. So go check those boys out. As well as everything else, many you know, maybe not March Madness because I guess the game's tonight. Uh, <laughs> but still, NBA, MOB's right around the corner, NASCAR's firing off, fucking hockey's rocking and rolling. We're getting into the best time of the year. Tons of sports, MMA's doing their thing. Uh, go check out the website, tons of kick ass stuff. And of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group is always banging. You know, I'm going to be firing off. You know, I'm. I'll be home this week. You know, no working late, So We'll be popping off having a good time here. So I'm excited for that. If you're not in the Slack group, get in. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You can post some of your own hot takes in there and uh, help win some money, man. Let's go.
0: Yeah, make sure you uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify so we have something to read next show. Just uh, search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast and give us a, a five-star rating and review and, and follow us as well.
1: All right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at
2: Talon underscore Jenkins 94.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm
2: Joel Meyer. and you can find me researching what the hell Talon meant by Casperi uh, Kappen getting sick by titties.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody, just Google Casper Kappen and titties and see what you see. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>